We're in the middle where one vow, person made a vow, and then they regret part of it. And part of it uh, is not binding. Part of it was done by mistake. Did we nullify the whole vow or not? And that was part of the question. Um, we'll start from three lines from the bottom on Chafav Amadbeis 26b. Here's a question uh, based on the way Rava was learning this debate. Reb Nassan Omar, Im yesh neder mutter aser, if you have a vow that uh, part of the vow took place and part of the vow no longer is binding, what would that case be? Ketzad. So, uh, for example, no derminakakola. A person swore he is not touching any of the figs in that basket. That he swears it should be forbidden to him to eat any of them. It's not worth it. Huh. I just got bounced out. What's going on with this internet this morning? So strange how it can be fine until it's not. If I should try to switch, there is another extension, but <coughs> I'm going to try switching the extension. Rejoining. Hmm, I had more bars before. So I'll give another minute.
sure what's happening. Hoping you can see me. There seems like there's something going on with the Wi-Fi. I don't know why I rebooted. I'm still waiting for the picture to come up. Okay, hopefully you can hear me and it's just a blank screen. Oh, you could? Okay. Looks like we got some technical issues, correct? Yeah, yeah. I hear you. Okay. All right. I don't have a sign. All right. All right. At least we have sound. Okay. Your sign hasn't even been up on the, on the board. Hmm. He is. He's, he's, he's Ruben, but he's totally, he's totally blanked. Oh, he's hmm. muted, actually. Muted, yeah. yeah I, I'm muted also? <laughs> okay. How did I get muted? I can hear you. He's trying to call me. I don't need to call. Oh. There we go. There we go. Uh -huh. Okay. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. You didn't start yet, did you? No, we didn't start. We started and then we realized that we were fading in and out. Uh, we tried a different... Uh, okay. We're here now. Let's, let's begin. Oh, okay. Neshama should have an Aliyah, Basha, Bash, Shlomo. Thank you very much. Okay. Um, so um, let's begin. Um, we're discussing, we've had, uh, um, there are different types of vows uh, that are nullified, and one of them is what's called the Nidre Shkogos. You made a vow by mistake. You said uh, that you wanted to forbid your fruits to somebody, and then you discovered that somebody was your dad or your brother. So you take that off. But the problem was, really, you still intend to forbid your fruits to the other people there. So the question is, do you have to reword your vow? Or do we say, once your words are, uh, are not binding, uh, they're totally not binding? Do we say, once the vow is removed, the whole thing is removed? So we stumbled into a huge debate about... Uh, this concept that once the vow is partially incorrect or nullified, if the whole thing falls off, it really depends on, on is it just part of the vow that's nullified? Or is, are all the words that you said really need to be reworded? That's what it really came down to. Do you look at that or not? So, the war wants to ask a question from the following. Eisve, Ravina, three lines from the bottom on Achav, and Beis. 26b. There's a time where some of the vow becomes okay, it's not binding, and some of it stays forbidden. You swore, I, I'm not going to touch any of those figs. But you didn't know, but in that basket were your favorite type, your Benoshuach figs, those are the white ones. For Omar, and you said, Ilu two lines from the top. Had anybody told me, had I just known that they had the special Benoshuach dates in there, Lo Hayisi Noder, 
I would have never have forbidden those, those kind I like. So, what, so what's the halacha? So they assumed the, that he forbid all the dates, except the benoshuach. So hakalkala asura, the whole basket is asur. Benoshuach, that one type that he never meant to include it, he, that was never his intention to asur them, those are mutter. That was what we thought. Until Rebbe Kiva came along and said, not so fast. Once you remove the vow from the Benoshua, from those, there's nothing left to remain on the rest of the figs, the rest of the basket. So my lot, now what was that case? Isn't the case, had I only known that it had the Beno Shuach inside that basket, Hayisi Omer, I would have said, the regular black and white dates, eh, those are forbidden. And Beno Shuach Mutaris. But that kind would have been Mutter. Uh, and we go like Rabbi Akiva, he, and the rabbis hold no, that the vow stands. So, um, and so we see that the debate is, he would have totally, even if he would have totally reworded it, if the vow stands. The Morris says, no, he wouldn't have totally reworded it. But Omer Eli, this is no Shua Pesocha. Had I known that the Beno Shuach were there, you see Omer Kola Kakola Sura, the whole basket is, is Asr. O Beno Shuach Mutter. What's um, a little different is before we had this far a, a little bit why, when you said, stop, it's forbidden to all of you, you, you wouldn't have for a second wanted your father to think you were saying it to him. So there we understood why you wanted to reword it, because there was the sensitivity there. Like you just wouldn't look nice to forbid it to your father. So there we understood that you would have changed the whole way that you approached the vow. Whereas over here, the figs don't really care if they're excluded, they're not excluded. But the question is, what, would, what was the, uh, would he have said it differently? It's interesting, like... Uh, I would have said, what's the difference? <laughs> you know, like, there's, no, there's nobody to take offense when you said the, you know, the black ones and the white ones, I ah, forget those, the Benoshuach. But the Gemara is saying, yes, it depends on what he, he, how he would have changed his vow. Man tanalu Who's the one who taught the following? Let's say you forbid five people at once, and then you change your mind about one. Hotekulam. Uh, then the vow comes off. But if you still would have vowed for all of them except one, so the other ones stay usher. So So there are two different cases of vows. He'll learn that Rebbe Kiva is the one that once you change it, the whole thing is no good. And in the Seifa, everybody would agree, or like Eila, that's if it's like Rabba, if it's like Rabba, Seifa Rabba, or Reisha Hakol. So, depending on how we learn the debate of Neder, Shehutter, Mixaso, that's how we have to learn the case over there. New Mishnah. Nidre Otsin. And that, that itself, by the way, is a big subject that you could spend lots of time on if you want, is uh, the idea of nullifying part of a vow and when does it stand and what, what's the different, where are the different opinions. Now, though, we get to a new category. A Neder, that's an Ones. Um, that uh, something happens that's an accident that's beyond your control, and meaning that you never had that in mind. So, for example, 
you want your friend to eat at your house. And you know he's been making lots of excuses lately. He doesn't think you're serious. So you want to show him to know that you mean business. So you forbid. If you don't come now, it's always going to be forbidden to you. Oh, you'll never be able to, uh, to eat my fruits or whatever. You forbid your friend to you. And he intends to come now. Uh, and then he gets sick. He really was going to come. And the netter shouldn't have kicked in. Or his children get sick. Or there's a, uh, a river blocking the way. So you never intended to forbid it to him when he couldn't come because of an accident. Beyond his control. These are vows that are not binding. Can we have this? Yeah, we've, most of the things by now, we've, we've, we've mentioned them uh, uh, about the river. It seems like a, a you know, mid-grade bruising that go bad. Trying to encourage somebody, right. but then the, you know, the, the subject of the netter, it's beyond his control. Originally, mm-hmm. it was, oh, let me give the guy a little kick in the pants. But you had in mind, Nidre Zuzan, you never really wanted to forbid it. Here, if he's not going to come to you, that's it. I've had enough of this. So, but he's not coming, but it's, for, it's because of an onus. Um, there is, uh, let's... Mm-hmm. The, so the, the, the situation is a little bit different, but is Gemara going to put the, 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 uh, the netter of Yiftach in this, in this category? Beyond his control... Um, right. So that's that's the good. overall idea that keeps on coming up is that uh, a netter is where you use your words to forbid something, and it goes by your intent. And so, in cases where you really didn't intend something, um, that if you didn't use your words to forbid something, that's not what you were thinking. So they shouldn't be forbidden. Um, that's that's really the. But Yiftach uh, did have intent to do that. He just didn't know that his daughter would be the first thing that he would uh, um, yeah, run into. It, right. He had intent to make the netter that he made. He just didn't want it to be so lit on, on what it was ended up, what ended up coming out of the door. Correct. Right. It's, Correct. It's, it's a little different. It's a little different, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just find it interesting, the, the two examples that the Mishnah brings seem to be a little different. I can see that if you get sick or if your child gets sick, it's an onus that you can't do anything about. But in the case of a river that's swollen and you're not able to cross it for whatever reason, you can find other ways to cross the river. You can take a boat, you can take a ferry, you can walk around another way. So that, that doesn't really seem like the onus on the same level as someone who's sick. That's a good point. Um, I, I think that Ron was assuming that the sickness is... is, is, is is not that sick. Let, let's see the first run. He says, So I guess it depends on how you read the run, which case you're going on. But he's saying that these onsim are really not, you know, he's got a doctor's note, you know, how bad is it? You know, you're always making excuses. Oh, my kid isn't feeling well, I'm not coming. So is that a total onus? Um, I'm not sure. Is it because he could have cared for him better? You're asking, even the river is not a total onus. Couldn't he have uh, uh, crossed in a different space? I don't know. You have to know. Um, it could be he's learning on all of these, that they're not a total, that, uh, the, 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 you know, that sometimes the, you, even if you're sick, you, you could tough it out and still manage to come. 
I don't know. So the Ron is strengthening my question. Could be. <laughs> yeah. I, I, but I'm not sure if he's going on only the first, if he's going on the first case or all of the cases. Right. Yeah. It's, uh... so we're, on, we're, in, we're in the same line. Okay. Let's see the Gemara. Ha hu A person left his papers in Beisdin. He, he had proofs and things uh, in Beisdin, and he wanted to bring more, uh, more proofs. Uh, Omar, and he said, Elo Asina Ad Yom, if I don't come within thirty days, he wanted more time to gather proof before the case would be judged. So he said, Give me thirty more days, and if I don't come, you could throw it away. Levatan Haniskusa. Uh, that that was the particular case. He 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 had a uh, a claim and uh, Bayesden said, well, let's deal with it now, and, you know, we can't push it off any longer. And he said, no, give me 30 days. And he, he, he said, if I don't come in 30 days, you could throw it out. Isn't it? And sure enough, it was, he planned on coming back 30 days, but he had an onus, follow Asa, and he didn't come. So, So, listen, his condition was, if he doesn't come in 30 days, then no more case. What do you mean? He, it's, he has a doctor's note. He has a good excuse for Onis Rechmanapatre. The Torah accepts excuses. A married woman is not supposed to have relations with somebody other than her husband. And there's a young woman who has relations with somebody other than her husband, and we're going to kill him because he should not have uh, taken this woman. But this woman we are not going to punish because she has an excuse. She was not willing. That's a good excuse. So uh, we, Torah accepts excuses, uh, accepts the concept of honest. Uh, maybe that's when it comes before we kill a person. If they have a good excuse, we don't kill them. You know, we can't say she committed adultery. No, she has a good excuse. But maybe we only use excuses before we apply the supreme penalty. But maybe for other things, we don't accept excuses. But tonight, we learned. Nidre Onsin. No, we accept all kinds of excuses. For example, If a person made a vow to get his friend to eat with him, and the person gets a kosher nidre onsin. So you see that, you see the concept of ones uh, works. So the Morris says, uh, why would this be different than the following? Um, uh, why would this be different uh, from the following? <laughs> Let's say a person wants to deliver, he delivers a divorce to his wife, but he makes a condition. He says, this is your divorce now. If I don't come back within 12 months, consider yourself divorced. And then he dies in the middle of the 12 months. So that's a pretty good onus. You know, it's a good excuse. <laughs> He's not coming back. So, Harez get. So the divorce is good. Uh, now, why is it good? Baha Minitz, Ones. He wanted to come back and nullify the divorce, but he couldn't. So why don't we say, why don't we let him have an excuse? Why don't we say he couldn't prevent that? So the more said, Dilma Shani Hassan. That kind of onus is different as we turn the page. Because had he known that he was going to die, maybe he would have given the get right away. 
In other words, in that case, we don't, uh, we don't really know what his intention would be. He didn't plan on dying. Uh, sometimes... Uh, uh, so, is, so they're pointing why he gave the get to begin with? Because he didn't plan on dying? Or right, that's still? right. Yeah. We've operated from the assumption that the, the real Nachman over here is, uh, the, uh, is the widow being able to marry a soldier. So if he had known that uh, he was on the way out, wouldn't we presume that he wouldn't give a get? In other words, if he's nifter, she'll be nifter to a soldier. And yeah, but, well, no, no, so he, no? There, there may be a even question. He yeah, might have a brother. It could be. Because he wanted her to be divorced and not have to worry about Yibam. See, let's say he's got a brother who lives you know, far away or he's going to give her trouble. And so he wanted, by the other hand, he wanted to be married as long as possible. But he said, if I don't come back within 12 months, here's the get. Uh, so the question was, he died earlier. Would he have wanted to have given it differently? Or, or how do we deal with that kind of onus? We're saying that's really complicated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is that considered retroactive then? Because with the get, you know, you like what you get, you get, and you make the, that condition, and it's considered retroactive going back in time, so that's why it's a good get, but otherwise it would not be a good get? Yeah, yeah, you can't give the get after he died, so it has to be right. when he gave it, the condition was fulfilled. But, Does he have to speak it out, though? Yeah, or yeah. He, or what he did is considered sufficient? Um, he has to speak it out, yeah. I, I guess that, that, that we're saying that works, the condition works. Right. So, when he gives the get, he's actually declaring that, that, that he's, he's actually speaking that out. Yeah. So th- this is a strange case. He says, that if I don't come back in, in a year, then in 12 months, then you should be, then this get is a get, right? From now, from now, as, as Richard now. said, yeah. Okay. What, what's his intent by that? Does, it, does, does the Gemara understand what is it? That's a strange case. Is it, is it to her advantage to be divorced, or is it to her advantage? advantage to be a yorish um, is it is it why would he why would he put this this time delay on it so i think is i think it, he was like he was going to i understood like he was going to war you know and so uh he was hoping he would come back and there, there would be no get at all uh meaning they would then live happily ever after but in case he didn't come back he wanted her not to be stuck Correct, yeah. <clears throat> so, um, Morris said, Maishna, why is this different from the following? We're, now we're getting away from that get case because we, we said that's really different. What, why would this be different from the following? What happens if he puts a 30-day trigger on it? If I don't come back within 30 days, it should be a get. mavra, And he's, he's on the way back. He's definitely coming back to nullify the get, and then the bridge is out. And you can see him on the other side, and he screams, See, I'm coming, see, I'm coming. It's just he's going to be late. Uh, Shmuel said in the end, he, the condition was if he came back and he didn't come back. It's not called coming. It's called yelling. It's not called he came. Amayba mitzis honest. This is within the 12 months, so he's about to be late. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> so uh, why, why don't we say he's an ones? If we say ones means that, uh, that uh, uh, he, it's an excuse, 
He's got an excuse. We see the rivers out, the bridges out. Maybe when it's a public excuse, uh, that's different. Uh, everybody could see that he didn't come back. In other words, uh, no, uh, maybe we could say, well, give him more time. Uh, he, it's beyond his control. But over here, everybody sees that he didn't make the condition. This is a big public thing that people can't get in. The bridges are out. Um, so, so uh, this is an onus that everybody is exposed to? Everybody's exposed to. He's exposed to. Correct. That's what we're trying to say. Yeah. According to Ravuna, let's see, Asmachtahi. Um, this is uh, what's called the Asmachta. He's saying that uh, it's an assumption. And assumptions are not binding. Uh, uh, it's an assumption that uh, um, it's a question of calling it an ones or calling it a, an assumption that he's going to um, he's going to come back. So Morris says, "Shani hacha the mitviskusa over here based in has has uh, it's it's not uh, he's already here. It's, we're not the the question was can they um, he's saying to wait on the case until he brings more evidence, but." He's already shown goodwill. They're holding on to, to the, the document. So the Morris says, and mitzvah, slava, smata, but even, you know, still, even though they're holding on to the documents, they're still relying on him to come back. But to not, Misha chova. Let's say somebody pays part of the debt, and he gives uh, the document over to somebody else. If I don't come within 30 days, pay off the rest. Halo. Start pay the document. Higiyas mana below nasan. Let's say the 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 date comes due. Rav Yosi says yitain. He should pay. Rav Yuda said lo yitain. Vomer nachma ravua. Ain't a lacher Yosi. Damas machta kanya. He meant to come back. Morris says shani hacha da amar levatan skusa. Over here, we're trying to remove. Um, uh, we're trying to. Take away his. He's saying that I, I have no case if I don't come back. The uh, Hilchasot. What What do we hold over here? Where he says, you know, to uh, uh, I, like I have no case if I don't come back. The halach is asmachtikanya that we rely on his words. But who the loanus as long as there's nothing beyond his control. But who the konim based in chashuv and as long as everything was done properly. Um, we're, we're talking about when he can make a condition to throw away a case. Um, it's really kind of complicated in this case where he, um, he asked the court to say, if I don't come back, then uh, don't act on, on his papers. Um, that's, that's what he's trying to do here. Let's see, Arashi. What, what paper? The, the guest papers? No, nah, no, nah, we switch cases. Oh. This is a case where he has some kind of claim. Um, and he's, he doesn't come back, he doesn't want to access the claim? No, he doesn't want to press the claim. Yeah. Oh, because oh, he, oh, I see. It, it's supposedly indicative that he wasn't able to find the additional documents that he needed to substantiate. So it's a questionable claim. Right, right. But uh, apparently he, they, they could go forward, but he said, I'll give up the claim if I don't come. But um, who's he saying that to? Uh, to the basin, yeah. Oh, so the question is when. Uh, uh, it's really in life. You always have a question when to accept excuses. That's really the, uh, you know, what is uh, 
every time the workers come and they say, oh, I couldn't let you know, what, what time do you say that's, uh, that's, a, that's an ones that's beyond your control? And sometimes there's like too many ones, too many excuses, and then you say... Uh, right, that, that, that delay is becoming, you're becoming more and more tolerant as uh, this newer generation comes into yeah, the workforce, right? That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's too cold. I couldn't get there today or whatever. It's, uh, yeah, I got a cough, right? right that's right. Okay, a new Mishnah. It's, it's, it's a shame, you know, like with Rashi, Rashi's short, and you could do Rashi uh, and explain things, but if you do the run, it's almost like you have to commit to spending a half hour going through everything. There's some very long, long runs here, but I, I feel like we um, don't have time to do them well. Rabbi, yeah. What's the case of the smokta, the, the, the classic case? Is like the gambler who doesn't think he's going to lose and therefore it's like it's low kanya something. Isn't it a smokta low kanya? There, there's two opinions. There are different kinds of asmachtas. The, there, um, you're correct that, that uh, a gamble is where a person assumes he's going to win. And then when he right. doesn't, so what he was assuming... Here he's assuming he's going to come back. He knows he'll he'll be able to come back, and so he didn't really mean uh, that you should throw it away. So that's the question over here: is that he planned on coming back, and then something happened, and he didn't come back. At uh, when do we take him for his word or not? When are we seimach on him? When the, that's this word asmachta? When do we when do we rely so on him? So yeah. if we say it's con over here, then it means we we. We go like he thought should happen, that he thought he would come back and Correct. would be a good guess. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, okay. Okay, new No dream laharigan laharamim lamuksin. Another case where a person makes a vow and he doesn't mean it. Um, uh, somebody wants to uh, kill him because he owes money that he didn't pay. So, uh, and they find money uh, that he has money. So he swears that that money that he has is not his, that it's truma. No truma. If somebody swears that the money he has, uh, that's not my money, that's for the Kohen. So, uh, so he's either swearing laharigan to people that are trying going to kill him. If he doesn't hand over the you swore, you had no money, and we found the money. Or lechermin, uh, or the, uh, this word chermin, are robbers um, that, uh, or moksin are tax collectors, and you, you swear that it's truma and it's not truma, or shehen shobezamelech, or you say that these are this is tax money. So somebody's trying to remove your money, and you are uh, push them off by swearing. The question is, what's the halacha? Let's see the Rashi lahargan. They'll kill you if you don't give them money. You could swear, I can't give this to you, it's truma. It, and I swear, it's forbidden to me if it's not truma. You want to swear in order to prevent them from taking it all away. And um, uh, they'll, they'll kill him, and the netter. Uh, we say is not binding. And this is also a case of Nidre Onsen, where he's swearing um, uh, that he doesn't mean it. He's swearing to save his life. That's a, a regular robber. 
And then you have the tax collector kind of robbery. It's interesting. You put the tax collector together with the... Uh, legalized. The legalized, that's right. So the money really is his. It is his money, yeah. Nota Melchus Amalek. He takes the tax for the king. He wants to take his fruits. So he swears, no, no, don't touch that. He could swear, and these are all cases where um, he's swearing uh, and he doesn't mean it. Uh, but we'll leave the rest of these cases for tomorrow.